I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, welcome to Going Off Track. I'm Jonah. I am Steven. And today on the podcast, our guest is Lights. And that's her real name. And we actually talk about why she changed her name to Lights with our guest host, Norman Brandon from Texas is a Reason. I'm so excited Norman was here. Also from Shelter. Also from and, Shelter and new and original. And also just awesome. And anti mandarzine <laughs> Yeah, Norman, just one of my favorite people at Nervous Acid. You could find him on the Twitter. And, just, and he's working with a collector records now yeah, he's working for jeff at collect who uh yeah they have a i think they put out a no devotion single they're putting out a record actually soon from this band black clouds called dreamcation united nations has toured with them a lot and they're this super awesome instrumental band so check check that record out for sure thank you so much norman for uh hanging out with us um as much as you want you can do it's super cool i was so stoked to be with lights because jonah said that lights is a big time comic nerd and it was gonna happen and then i had to go oh work which is fine but um oh i'm, I'm just jealous jonah i'm just jealous yeah she's awesome and she has great fans we took like a photo here at rubber tracks and she posted it and then like twenty five thousand people had liked it like an hour later it's pretty wild. So hopefully all of them are going to listen to this podcast and probably none of them want to hear us talking at the beginning of it. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, let's just let lights talk. Alright, uh, welcome to Going Off Track. I'm Jonah. I'm Brad. And today our guest is Lights. Hey. And our guest host is Norman... I, I, I almost said your old last name. <laughs> I, right. I, I almost said, because we were talking about for names. Cred. It's been like over 10 years. Yeah. Jonah, come on. Is I, it for cred? You just wanted cred. Can That's we true. please do this over? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like such an asshole. <laughs> All right. Brandon. Brandon. Are we going to really edit it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's please start over. I feel like it, <laughs> we, we, got, we got so deep into that. We, I know, we can't I know, do it over. I know. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad thing, though. You don't? No, because we're going to talk about that later. Yeah, that's true. Well, it was on my mind, and then I think yeah. it was like, and it's one of those things where I'm like, I know it's Brandon, but like, then this thing in the back of my head's like, is it the other one? You can't even pronounce my old last name, right? You changed your last name? Mm-hmm. Why? 
Oh, long story. We'll talk about it. Okay. Let's, let's <laughs> hey, hey I'm, not, I'm no stranger to changing my names. I've I done know. it. I feel like I've been was, there. I gave you guys like the perfect segue. I like, yeah. sacrificed myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did it on purpose, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. totally. <laughs> but you might still need to do your introductions and things. I don't want to get in your way, Jonah. No, that's it. That's I'm here to facilitate. No, no, that's all I had to say, just who's here. <laughs> I'm super curious about this story. <laughs> yeah. It's not that, I mean, it's not, I mean, the condensed story is simply, uh, you know, one of uh, family problems. Okay. And wanting to sort of, I guess in my brain there was this issue where, you know, we had separated, my, mm-hmm. my family and I, and uh, I decided that my old last name carried a lot of baggage mm-hmm. that I didn't feel I owned. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like it was theirs. Yep. And why am I carrying it around? And if I make up a name, then it's mine to own. I, I 100% agree with that theory. I think everyone should own the person they're walking around as. And I'm sure in the last 10 years, I've done stuff that, like, has created baggage for this name. And, you know. But it's but your it's baggage. Mine. Yeah, I'll deal. Yeah. Right. So I love that's, it. That's basically that. So I was... Uh, Have people caught on and they're starting to remember your new last name after 10 years? People are... I mean, and you'll... Lights will attest to this, I'm sure. I think people want to uh, call you what you want to be called. For the most part, people do, unless, you know, you're stuck in a way or it's someone who thinks that they know more because they know your last... Your old name. And right. things that they're more in yeah. the know, so they want to call you that because they've dug deep and they know. Yeah. But uh, uh, no, when no, you no. go through well, all the work of changing a name. Which is a pain in the butt. Pain in the butt. Totally. Absolutely. It's the worst. You but, just want to be called that. Yeah, exactly. Because it takes months and months to do it. Not to mention the like sort of emotional journey. Right. And you have for to, you and your friends. Like I don't know about you did it in Canada, so I don't mm-hmm. know like what the you know what the rigmarole is there. Like in in New York, I had to actually sit in front of a judge oh, and tell him really? why I was changing my name, just in case I was doing something super shady. I had to write a reason on a piece of paper. <laughs> that was, <laughs> was that homework? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it felt like homework. Why are you change your name? Oh, what do I say? What do I say? Um, it did feel like homework, but that's all. That's okay. Okay. So let's talk about that though. So I, why did you change your name? I just, my nickname was Lights, and I didn't want to just go with my old name. I, I liked it. I thought it was cool, but it just didn't represent everything that I was. I think that it boiled down to a little bit more than that, and I thought, why not walk into this person that I feel like I'm becoming so much, especially, you know, when my music was all coming out. It was on MySpace kind of for the first time, and I made that profile, and I remember setting up my pictures and connecting with fans and and everything. And it just felt like this new era. And with an era comes everything, everything new. And that's kind of what it was for me. Like, I'm lights. That's sort of interesting. Do you think that there's a um, sort of component of like internet identity attached to your name, though? Like, because you're talking about building. Obviously, I I agree with that, the new era stuff. And I think that in the era where I was forced to make profiles that explain somehow who I was. I was forced to sort of create an identity. Totally. A hundred percent. I think that you, it's helpful. And I, I don't see it as a bad thing at all. I, see, I saw it as something that was helping me shape my perception of myself and putting it all together. It was like, this is, this is who I am. This is the, the package that I am. And you, you know, you spend your whole life trying to find out who you are. And when you can lay out, lay it all out in a profile for the first time, you suddenly see it in front of you and you're like, this is cool. But you're also sort of just showing the stuff you like. That too. Right. But that's part of creating who you are. I mean, you grow into the things that you like about yourself and you try to walk away from the things that you don't. That's part of evolving as a human, I think. So, all right. So what baggage are you leaving behind by being lights? I wouldn't, 
call it baggage. It's just. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I mean. Aside from the fact that my last, like, if I were to stick with Valerie Poxlander, which was my old name, it's just a mouthful. And and Pox kind of has a connotation to it, I'm not going to lie. So did you change or add? I added okay. the first name. And, and I just, I'm just Lights. I mean, I just decided not to keep Lights, Valerie, and Poxlander Boken, which it is now. It's, wow. It's, been, it's a bit of a mouthful. I remember, you know, growing up, <laughs> I, growing up, there was this kid who lived next door to us, and he always identified himself by his five names. And Ooh. It was always a very much a myth. I, I want to say it, but I feel like what if he's watching and I don't know or listening and feeling bad. But it was an amazing <laughs> series of names, and I always remember being very amused by it. it. Sounds very royal, but at the same time, my music is not about. Fuck, sorry. No, it's fine. Is that all right? What? It's totally fine. What happened? <laughs> I missed something. You can okay. say anything. On okay. This. Oh, okay. It's not about like being elaborated. Oh, did we say fuck? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> There's some, someone who listens to this podcast that's always like, you always have to guess ass. You should tell them before. And I'm like, I, I know he's listening. Now. I'm probably, <laughs> probably going crazy. So I, I, I think it's super funny. <laughs> Oh, right. that's amazing. Say fuck to your heart's content. Yeah, yes. okay, good. Good to know. But uh, yeah, I just it, it just felt a little bit elaborate. And I liked um, simplicity and just it's it's about the music and it's about what you're hearing and not but about so, the names. Okay, but so it seems to me like you keep sort of associating the name with the music, right? Yeah. So is there a part of that name that's not connected to the music? I mean, do you feel just like your lights? Yeah, absolutely. And that's because it was a nickname. So my last name is Pox Leitner. And, right. uh, and I remember I was in Air Cadets as a kid and... Um, which I quit after I wanted what to get a nose, a nose ring. What is Air Cadets? <laughs> Air Cadets? Okay, it's... Um, is that so like Canadian Cadets? Girl Scouts? Oh, no, it's way cooler. Well, okay, not nothing against Girl Scouts. Girl Scouts are cool. Cookies are great. But um, it's uh, the Air Force, but you Cadets. You cupcakes in Air Cadets. Yeah. No. <laughs> I wish. That would have been wonderful. Um, no, it's probably real. Like, you fly planes and shit. Well, and then you're a kid, but... Well, it ends when you're 16 or something, okay. but uh, it's the um, Air Force faction of cadets so there's like military cadets navy cadets air cadets and it's the kids version of the army for air force and i was in flag party and <laughs> pox Center, everyone calls you by your last name nobody knows you by your first name at all and sometimes uh, at some point it just kind of boiled down people call me lights because pox Center was annoying kind mm-hmm. of and it sounds like a disease you used to get called oh. chicken darkener pox, yeah growing up and horrible puck slinger pot lighter <laughs> you name it pot so just, <laughs> right <Not too> bad. <laughs> Um, box, like, I don't know where that one came from, <laughs> but, uh, but lights, uh, I can't kind of boil down to that. So it was a, a bit of a nickname and I thought, man, that's cool. It feels like a comic character or something. And I love the feeling of being empowered and feeling like I'm larger than life. That's how people should feel going into life. So that's awesome. Did yeah. you guys get other names for any reason? Like, do you get other names at bar mitzvah? Uh, we, I have like a Hebrew name. What's you do? What is it? Yona. Oh. oh, I like it. <laughs> I know most people's Hebrew names are way different and mine is just one letter. <laughs> is it actually with a Y? Yes, with a That's Y. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. But yeah, I think they used it in like Temple or something when I was younger, but yeah, it's been well, a long time. I, I was going to say that I'd played around. I think the difference, right, is like when you have a first name, I think people are probably, unless they already called you lights, which it seems like some people did. Mm-hmm. Like, I would think that that was the hardest thing because I sort yeah. of wanted to change my first name. I was just it's like, hard. hey, if I'm going to change the whole thing, let's do it. Well, let's but just like, own it. Yeah. Like, but then I was like, no one's going to call me that name. Like, well, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's one thing to change your name into another <laughs> real name, but it's one thing to cha- change it into like a plural noun, which right. is what I did. Right. And so people are even less inclined to want to call you something that feels awkward. 
but it, it just takes time. And the, well, there was a minute where I was going by my Harry Krishna name. Oh, what is that? Narottam Das. Wow. <laughs> I'm not a Harry Krishna anymore, but it was a cool name. That's a cool name. That's very cool. That's a very cool name. But I feel like I've seen like Laura Jane Grace a bunch of times, and I feel like now it's like totally normal. Like like, what's up? Yeah. Like I feel like it's it, the first time. It's always like you're like, oh yeah, you catch yourself. Yeah. And then it's totally. Well, names are. I mean, I've wanted to write about sort of names because I feel like if you don't change your name, you don't sort of fully understand how much you invest into a name. Yeah. And even like in in terms of your own sort of inner concept of who you think you are, yeah. or whatever. And and I. I actually feel like I couldn't explain it to people, but I was like, I felt different when I became a Brandon. Totally. <laughs> it's, I think that, and that's part of the, you know, big picture I keep talking about, but it's all about customizing yourself and making yourself feel more like you every day. I think that's what tattoos are all about. And that's what your name, I think people don't factor that into to being something that really affects the way you carry yourself, but I think it does. Yeah. So you took, so when you got married, you added another name. Added yet another. Yeah. Yes. So was that like, um, you know, did, were you conflicted about that? Wait, your husband won't listen. Uh, <laughs> he might. Are you like, I have to fill out forms. I'm going to run out of like the little boxes. Oh my goodness. It's the longest, most annoying name ever. But um, I, I wasn't, I wasn't ready to, I, because I've been adding to my name, I wasn't ready to kick one out now. Right. So I just, you know, why not just add another one? Why the heck not? You know? I guess that there's just a And point. it's easier to change your last name a little bit than it is to change your first because, yeah, it is what people call you. And if, if you meet someone as your new name, that's easy. It's fine. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. But the people that knew you before, it's that whole chunk of your life before that it takes some time. Okay, one last question about this. Was your mom pissed? <laughs> no, they were stoked. Uh, okay. they, still, they, they call me lights in public. They call me Valerie at home. But, yeah, it's like mostly now they're, they're just like, man, people are going to think we're hippies. And they do. You know, I, I go to the airport and show them my passport and they're like, oh, lights. Your parents hippies? Every time. Every time. I'm like, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> were they? Okay, were they? So let's talk about your parents now. Okay, because I really... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm totally like a psychologist. Yeah. I seriously, I love this. Norman called me last night. He's in, like, I like... we like never really prepare for these interviews and Good. like because normally it's like we just like to keep it but no one's like i found all this interesting stuff what do you have and i was like uh <laughs> <laughs> well steven we never usually have to prepare because steven who's usually here just knows everything yeah where's steven can we make fun he's, of him what's going on he's <laughs> he's got he's got daddy duties daddy uh, duties and some work stuff yeah so. okay that's fair but uh yeah in fact we did we started a podcast the other day with with uh, Doyle from the Misfits, and it was just me and Jonah, and we were like failing. Dude, so I was like, oh, really? no. yeah. yeah. And Stephen was he was there that here that day, but he came in late, and we were just like, I mean, we were a little bit overwhelmed too because he came in because he's full like eight regalia. feet tall. He came, yeah. He oh came my in goodness. Fully dressed. Face painted, devil eyes. What like, really? Yeah, we, some we were like fumbling over ourselves for like five minutes, like um. So <laughs> I got where that, to begin? I got that um, thing where like my hands start sweating. I did that too. Yeah. Clammy hands. And then yeah. Stephen came in and like knew all about their like wrestling yeah. career. You could like, hear the uh, so oh, you could hear yeah, the relief. Oh like, my goodness! Thank God for Stephen. <laughs> yeah, thank so God. We got, Stephen. You're, you're our Stephen. Yeah, you're yes. Stephen for today. You're doing a great job. And you're doing great. <laughs> We're gonna go get some coffee. We'll yeah. be back yeah. in like ten minutes. Just yeah, you know, feel free to interrupt me whenever you want. <laughs> I'm totally like. Well, see, okay, so lights doesn't probably know anything about me. I used to do this for a living. Not I've, podcast, I've heard. But I've heard I was this. An yes, person. That was my thing. Well, and, and I can. So 
detail. I'm obviously. very like curious, and I used, I did do TV for a minute. I used to like interview. Well, people I can on tell TV. you're very picturesque. Oh, thank you. I know. <laughs> See, she's so nice. <laughs> we need more guests like this. I'll come on every day. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Jonah, actually, there's this one podcast where uh, I was a guest. And uh, in the middle of nowhere, Jonah starts asking me. There's a live podcast me. in front of like an audience. Oh, yeah. okay. And Jonah starts asking me if I can help him dress because he's having like real, he's just kind of tragic. <laughs> 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 Look how put together. Like, I feel like. Well, yeah, you're very put together, but you are too. Thank you. In, in a, like a disheveled it's way. Called, I think that's yeah. part, of, that's the, part of the positivity. It's called the New York Black on Black. <laughs> yeah, that's I guess so. Uh, it's just my it's birthday. So I got, some, I got some, <clears throat> some spending money. We should go. We should go Ooh, shopping. Nice. Nice. I how like old it. are you? 35, yeah, uh, this weekend I turned 35. Awesome. Yeah. No, that's right, happy birthday. It's a good Thanks. age. Yay. Happy birthday. How old Thank are you? you? 27. 27. Oh, you had a good week. Days. This was last week. <laughs> those are the days. <laughs> this gets better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I wonder you're... it depends. It's true. I was just doing a, I just did a, um, what do you call those things? Like a reading. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was like a, it's a music writer's reading or whatever. But okay. I started the reading by saying that I was going to start this story the way I've started every story that I've told since July of this year, which is, hi, I'm 40 years old. Because... Uh, wait, you're 40? Yes. So Unreal. When you turn 40, that's sort of all you talk about because you're obsessed with it. It's really different than turning 20 and turning 30. It's really How are you different. 40? I was born in 1974. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, guess, you know, I guess it adds up mathematically. This is, this is like a thing. Still. Garrett from Texas of Reason, your bandmate came on here and he came on like on his 40th birthday. And I was like, yeah, no big deal. Like he was like. He yeah. was like, no big deal. He didn't, we didn't even mention it until like halfway through the podcast. It's like, oh yeah, you turned 40 today. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> he might be trying to forget. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I, there's, a sense, there's a part of me that really likes growing old. I, I think, think it's awesome. I think I honestly believe that Growing old isn't hard if you feel like you've accomplished the things that you wanted to accomplish or you felt like you lived your life well. Sure, so but what if... Okay, so you're you're kind of at that age where like, now what if you peaked? Like in what way? Sexually? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you saw me. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, in whatever way is important to you. Like if you feel like... I remember... Uh, who is it? Um... Tim Kinsella, like uh, from Captain Jazz, Joan of Arc, yeah. all these bands. So I was talking to him once and uh, he was like, you know, I think it's kind of annoying that a lot of people think I peaked when I turned 26. Mm. He's like, I think I've done some pretty good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, that's another thing, like whatever other people's perception of peaked is, as long as that doesn't affect you. Because I think, I think that a, a peak in your life changes like your peak in your 20s is gonna be different than your peak in your 30s and i don't yeah, know you just need to find things new things to peak yeah right, right. like if, if it, like running you're at your all-time running high when you're in your 20s it may not be the same when you're in your 30s but maybe you're at your all-time painting high yeah exactly That's you know what i mean point. different peaks we're gonna be helping people with this podcast yes. well, this also, is, we this always is do we always do norman <laughs> i also think like people, people's opinions of like what you're doing change like i feel like especially being in bands it's like you put out a new record and it was like, oh, this new record's terrible. And then you put out your next record and it was like, that last record was amazing. This new one's totally. terrible. And then you're like, you know, like it, it yeah. kind of moves. A hundred percent as you, as you know, believers amass over one thing. And then it sometimes takes time to like something. And then you, move. it's always, it's always better when you look back for some reason. So what do you, so I think that artists look at cultural opinion differently than listeners. So what do you think? is the sort of cultural opinion of your last album. 
I guess there wouldn't be an, a full opinion about the new one yet. Uh, not quite yet, but I'm seeing things emerging. Obviously, it's been out for five days, yeah, but or six days. But um, hurry I up! I think people. it's interesting yeah. because with the yeah, come on, get on it, little machines. But um, I I think the last album was actually an interesting one in terms of people's perception because those that really liked what I did on the first album, which was like very pop, clean, lyrically earnest, you know, very very much uh, a pop record. Um, the, the people that were huge fans of that maybe didn't like the second record because it wasn't about that on the second record. It was about sort of pushing myself sonically and making sounds that were less than perfect. And there was like rough around the edges. It was gritty. And it was kind of a chance to prove, hey, like I, I'm also someone who can make something that isn't all about let's get a song on the radio. This is all about making something creative and having, I'm saying all about all the time and I'm realizing I sound very Canadian doing it. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm in this, in this situation. <laughs> Maybe I'm the only one who notices, but right now. I grew up with Degrassi. <laughs> you did? I really did. That's awesome. I really did. <laughs> true Canadian. true OG Canadian. Degrassi. Yeah, 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 yeah seriously. Yeah. Not That's the Drake amazing. Degrassi. Uh, it's still it. good. Still good. Is awesome. It? Well, actually, I actually haven't watched it recently, but um, it's, <laughs> Did you grow uh, it's up still going. Did everybody? Everyone kind of. That's okay. the thing. Degrassi has been a long-lasting yeah. situation. The one I the one I used to watch was I remember a few things about it because I was like I was pretty young, but I got into like punk and hardcore pretty young. So immediately there was this girl Liz, and she had a Chelsea, and immediately it was like oh she's a skinhead girl, but she didn't identify as a skinhead mm. girl on the show. So I was really like curious. And then there was Spike who was like yeah. the sort of punk girl who got yeah. pregnant and yeah. stuff. Those Real are the only problems. two girls I remember actually. I don't remember anybody <laughs> else on that show. <laughs> I didn't realize it. Um, was he, was it big down here in the States? Uh, it was on PBS here. Okay. So, uh, I guess I was at the age where I watched PBS. Interesting. I it was junior high school or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. No, I like the guys. It's, it's very like, very much a canadian show and i think that's what else cool. is quintessentially canadian well i mean aside from tim hortons which actually just got bought by burger king there's some down here that Did in you like know the fuse last couple was years. bought by jennifer lopez by what yes okay i didn't know that anyway go yeah. ahead sorry jennifer lopez bought fuse and burger king <laughs> bought tim hortons i don't know what's happening <laughs> and some company apparently bought pbr some like french company really or something. <laughs> yeah oh no wow well the world is turning upside down <laughs> I know, so it's crazy <laughs> quintessentially canadian Oh, there's so many things. Poutine. That's one of the things. Okay. It's an yeah. amazing treat. I mean, treat. it's what I, I eat it. If I can get a vegetarian. vegetarian totally. There's version. a vegan poutine. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You can get it all. It's good. It's. I'd say some of this new record was fueled on poutine. <laughs> it's very, very fueled that on poutine. That sounds gross. It's disgusting. Okay. Doing vocals after poutine is horrible. <laughs> but worth it. Yeah. What? Do you, okay. Best Canadian band ever. Oh, I mean... Not necessarily banned here, but um, I'm a huge Joni Mitchell fan. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think she's amazing. Give it up for Canadian. Joni. Definitely. That's Tom Cochran. <laughs> Tom Cochran. He's awesome. Uh, well, and there's a lot Rufus of... Rufus Wainwright counts as Canadian. Brian Adams. <laughs> really? <laughs> Let's talk about Brian Adams. Do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> Someone told me... Did we talk about this yeah. on the podcast? <laughs> I was like, we just had this long conversation about Brian Adams. Brian Adams. Who's that really? with? I can't well, remember now. It was like some revelation. They had a revelation it was, at a Brian. It was either Chris from the Flatliners or um, it was Dot Doyle. <laughs> who do we, oh, and Joey Cape from Lagwagon. It was Joey. Oh, Joey. really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's something new coming out with Brian involving Brian Adams. I don't know what it is. Is it 
is it another album or something? I don't know. No, actually, I, I yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. I just read something about it, and I was just like, and I remember just rolling my eyes. But that's all uh-huh. I remember about it. But he's written some great songs. <laughs> well, that, that's what Joey said. He was like, I went to a show, and I was like, whatever. Like, I don't really care. I'll yeah. just go. It was like it was free tickets. And then he was like, every song was like a hit. I knew totally. like every word. And he's like, he's I couldn't believe it. That's totally. how you totally. think that about Tom Petty, but you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that the thing with Brian Adams is he's written some huge pop songs, so people don't necessarily say that's Brian Adams' big cult following. It's just like, oh, there's another pop song that you hear all the time, and then you don't realize it's Brian Adams. How? What was the last big song? I mean, he's been it's been a little records, while. Though, not right? the one from the Robin Hood one. I mean, he's I had do, stuff that, since then. Long. That was a long time ago. That was, was a, a while ago. ago. <laughs> he did uh, the Three Musketeers a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Cloud number nine. I'm like, listen. Oh, the one. Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does all movies. the fairy tale Broadway stuff. No. He has some of the greatest chord progressions, though. I love Brian Adams. But other quintessential Canadian bands, Rush is another oh, one. And then word. a lot of really great new stuff. Like, well, I mean, aside from Arcade Fire, they've been around for a long time. Another band that I love, Canada. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, a huge Stars fan. I love yeah, Stars. Yeah, Stars are amazing. Yeah. Love them. And then Metric. Yeah, Did you ever get into like any like Canadian like hardcore like chokehold or great or like Left Yeah, there's Dead? a there's a bunch of really great Canadian bands like that. Um like the bunch of my friends had friends had a band called Textbook Tragedy and they were so good while they while they lasted. And like Cancer Bats, Protest the Hero. Yeah. Actually, weirdly, the first tour I ever went on was which is the weirdest pairing, but Protest the Hero. Um from first to last in Chiodos and then me first to How, why do you keep sort of like showing up in this sort of screamo world? I think I honestly <laughs> the crossover of the the fans of my music is amazing. There's this huge variety of listeners from people who only listen to the radio to people that go to warp tour to metalheads to nerds, you know, like But was it so what what sort of made that connection or what sort of like crystallized that connection? I would like, I would think it was probably my first EP was put out by Underground Operations in uh, out of Toronto, and they um, have protests on their label. And, mm. You know, they had a lot, a lot more, a lot of hardcore bands like Holly Springs Disaster, like a lot of bands that were not electro pop. I think I might have been the only electro pop artist. So I ended up getting on that tour because of that, and I think that's kind of what first associated me in that world. And then I toured uh, Warped in two thousand nine, did a couple dates in two thousand eight, and. Uh, a lot of my fans who first started latching onto the music were from that world. So it's, it's cool. And, and now that I'm, I'm married to Bo, who's in Bus of All, and they've headlined Warp Tour a couple times, um, that like further you know, adds to the crossover. And I think it's really cool. Yeah. It's just, uh, I, I couldn't figure out where it's well, that's, that's it's gone, weird. Like, it's not, cool. I, don't, I don't scream. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I was a fan of that kind of music. As a teenager, it was what I listened to. I went to Warped Tour all the time. And uh, when I first got on MySpace, I would cover hardcore songs. Really? Like, like pop what? style. Like I did uh, Can't See the Light by Architects. and But a pop melodic version of it. And just like little things like that. And um, I was in a metal band growing up. I played guitar called Shovel Face and we were horrible. Shovel but, Face. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, we we only did a couple shows and actually got like banned from playing at our school because it was the teachers were horrified. 
at how how horrible everything was. We had a song called "Kill Everyone You Know." <laughs> My first band ever was called Mortuary, and our oh, first song was dark. called "Fuck You." That's dark. Yeah. yeah, I think we had a. It fuck was you. really just me and yeah. my brother. And, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a way to exercise your angst. It wasn't really a band. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I feel about Shovel Face. <laughs> So, uh, so I don't know, Jonah, what do you have to add? I was to just this? thinking about my first band. And how, <laughs> I was in my first band, this band called Plug. Oh. And we played the talent show at my school and got the talent show canceled. That's like, what we did. Yeah. Our singer <laughs> I can commiserate. started a mosh pit and like spit in the audience. We had this song called Fuck Mayfield because the street Mayfield always had construction. Uh, <laughs> like, we had nothing else to write about. It was like Seriously, my only problem. was like, oh. That sounds exactly like the reason we got banned from yeah? the school. Wow. And all the teachers were standing, uh, or, you know, the crowd was out there with their hands over their ears, listening yeah. to us say, kill everyone you know. <laughs> we did the same thing. I had a Johnny Puke. That was the... <laughs> I don't know why they let us into the talent show. I really have no idea why they wow. let us in. I feel like the I no never got to process. play a talent show. <laughs> yeah, man. My, you you my, never my, lived. Your band my, didn't have a career yeah, without I'm playing a talent complete. show. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did a song called Yellow Chunks. Oh, oh, what was Johnny your band called again? Johnny, Johnny Puke, Puke and the Regurgitators. Nice. <laughs> like the only show that we did. That's such a good band. I love that. Ugh, it was high school. Very That's high school. good, man. <laughs> Jonas never heard this one, have no, you? No, I haven't. Johnny Puke. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> That's like punk rock. <laughs> we thought so. Well, Brad's big band was called The Goops. That is true. Still yeah, like... I've, I've been... I've always had terrible names. For <laughs> That's the beauty of it. Yeah. I can vouch for terrible names. You know, I, I played World of Warcraft for a good number of years, and I was a Death Knight, which was my class, and, and you have to start a talent tree, and in your talent tree, there's all the different spells that you can learn, and every single one was a great metal band name, so if you're ever looking for a metal band name, just play World of play Warcraft, World of Warcraft <laughs> start a Death Knight, and then go into the talent tree, and then just, you know, soul rend, just like them amazing it's metal like, band what, names. It's like Nordic type names or something? Well, no, it's just, it's like... just actions, okay. like really dark actions, like, <laughs> oh, I can't remember something, I haven't logged on in about a year and a half, but it was just like, you know... That's uh, all I would do, if like... Heart rip, <laughs> you know, not that, that was horrible, I, I don't know, I can't remember them right now, on the spot, oh, but there's some amazing... you could name a bunch of bands right now, if you could just come up with some. I know, I really could, if anyone's looking for a band name, go play World of Warcraft. <laughs> was it hard to, because I feel like people get so into it, was it hard to stop, did you just get too busy, or I got it... a little bit busy, and I think the problem was, um, I just didn't get a chance to log on the internet for long enough periods of time, because I was running around a lot, and on tour... The bus didn't have like consistent Wi-Fi, and it's a real pain in the ass if you don't have consistent Wi-Fi playing that game. Because even if you try to run a simple dungeon, which can last you fifteen to twenty minutes, it, you you get pulled out there, you get kicked out of your group, and you forget about raiding or anything like that, which lasts hours. <laughs> I love hearing people forget talk about, about video games. <laughs> <laughs> Just forget about it. Impossible. I remember I had it's someone a fucking outrage. <laughs> <laughs> I had someone visit me. I worked on Taste of Chaos one year. Okay, and like thrice around it. And like Deftones, as late night, I remember someone wanted to go backstage so bad, like a family member. I was like, it's really boring. And I took them back, and like all the Thrice guys are playing World of Warcraft. Yeah. I'm like, this is what it's like backstage with the fans. Yeah. I was like, uh huh. Just- <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true. It's true. It's so many people backstage just play video games because well, and I, and I started. I ended up just kind of console gaming because it was more consistent. You could bring their Xbox with you and bring my hard drive and connect it to another Xbox. So, okay, good. I like segues. We're looking at segues. <laughs> I, like it. I love segues. All right, so let's talk about fantasy for a second. Oh, I love this, I love this topic. <laughs> well, do you? Do you read your own fan fiction? Uh, no, I don't actually. Should Cause, I? Because Norman does. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, Norman reads you know your what? Fan this fiction. is so funny because I actually, for some reason last night, was like, 
I don't know why. I don't you know were, why you were right she would have. Some. No, right? Yeah. Actually, it's all mine. <laughs> have you ever seen that? I've seen like some excerpts on Tumblr. I mean, it's really well written. <laughs> Is it but though? Cre- Is it? No, no. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> no, so I don't know why I was inspired to Google Lights fan fiction. Like, That's amazing. Because I just, I, I didn't think you would have any, but apparently you do. But usually it's Lights and Bow fan fiction. So what? what is, is it like... It's reenacting going to the a burger shop or is no, it No, it's really like there's a couple of ones that are kind of dark. <gasps> like where I'm like, "Whoa, this is like if you read it it'd be weird." weird. And there's one, the one I was just reading in while you're uh I was reading one while you were arriving and uh it was something about Bo had gotten someone pregnant on Warp oh, Tour. Oh my goodness. And I didn't get to the end, so I don't know how you freaked oh, out. Oh no, that would be horrible. I might Wait, have. Hang on a second. Let me see. Because, like, <laughs> I feel like the end of this was really good. So, oh, no, I'm nervous. <laughs> let me see. What do I do? I what do know. I do in it? I have no idea. Uh, let's well, that's, see. Well, that's an interesting thing. I've, I've seen a couple, like, yeah, little clips of writings. The yeah, there's fan a lot fiction of people that, but see, I don't know like the current like warped like celebrities and stuff. So like, yeah. I feel like a lot Does of these cycle people. A lot. Like, is there anyone named Penguin? Penguin. Because there's like, a comic book. <laughs> All right, so here's a piece, here's a piece of um, here's a piece of uh, dialogue that okay. I'll reenact right, let's, for you. Let's have a listen. Jack, Alex started feeling his heart flutter with anxiety. I have to tell you something. What's wrong, Penguin? So Jack and Alex are from All Time Low. Oh, okay. Well, let's check it out. What's wrong, Penguin? Jack's voice was heavy with concern. Jackie, Alex replied timidly, I'm pregnant. Oh, Alex must be a girl. Never mind. Well, you know what? <laughs> I was you said he was a, a guy. Uh, Maybe know, not. When you said All Time Low, though, no, you're right. Jack, the guitarist of All Time Low, as well as... Wow, this got really crazy now. I think a dude is pregnant what? with Bo's kid. <laughs> Holy shit. Jack, so the guitarist a- of All Time Low, as well as Alex's lover... Okay, wait. I'm totally confused. I think this is a gay fan oh, no, no. Wait, no, yeah. Alex Gusgarth of All Time yeah. Low. Okay. Okay, all right. All right, I so get this, this is Alex and Jack. They're talking. What's, what's wrong, Penguin? <laughs> so, Jackie, Alex replied timidly, I'm pregnant. I don't understand, Jack stuttered confusedly. It's Bo's, though, Alex continued. <laughs> I'm sorry. How could you do this to me? Jack yelled in a hurt tone, feeling his whole world crash down around him. I thought you loved me. Wait, but guys can't get pregnant. This is really confusing. Baby, I do. I'm sorry. It was a one-time thing. Alex wept, terrifying, <laughs> terrified of losing Jack. You whore! Oh Jack my screamed goodness. as he ran off the bus into the cold rain. Tears spilling from his eyes. Jack felt weak and shattered, but he didn't stop running, weaving through the crowds of people. Holy fuck, it's Jack! He heard someone yell, but didn't turn to look. So this is getting really serious. This is So this real. is what your, this is what this your is husband is doing on tour. Impregnating men. It's breaking up relationships, my getting dudes pregnant. Good. Wow, this is this is surreal. It's not fiction. <laughs> this, is the, this is happening, I really believe. No, I That's did. I I family also remember one where you guys were doing something very dark and violent. Oh. So yeah, there's nothing positive about fan, okay. Lights fan fiction. Okay, interesting, apparently. interesting. Well, I, and I do know there are role playing <laughs> blogs on Tumblr where people um, pick a person they want to be and are that person, and then they communicate with other people who have picked people they want to be. Really? Have you heard about this? No. RP blogs. Have you done this? No, but I know about it, and I would. Do I would people, do it. Do are people lights? People are lights you've read it yeah well i and that's the thing you don't it's more like they become that person and then they communicate with 
I think that they maybe like text pe- people as someone. I don't know. Or maybe they talk in the comments. How do you know, do you how do you commu- communicate well, you in can, conversation? Like, you in know, Tumblr. I think it's Tumblr. I mean, you, yeah, you could sort of like. Um, you know, blog and reblog and add to the conversation. And, and I think, but people kind of like start relationships and accounts under this, like, you know, lights, but with the one as the eye or something. And so, then my picture. I mean, did you do much? You, you grew up with the internet. So was, I didn't though. That's the thing. You didn't. And then that's how, that's how new the internet is. Oh, I mean, I'm not, talk. I'm not that young, but I was. Well, I remember I got, I, I got my first internet in 90. Well, Texas is the reason. That was it. The first email address we had was texasitr at AOL.com <clears throat> in 1997. AOL. Or, yeah, 1997-1998. I think that we slacked a little bit on getting the internet. I had We had dial-up probably in the late 90s. But, I mean, that, I, I could hardly count that as being the internet. I mean, right. You could hardly do anything on it. Right. The first site I went to was... I think it was... Um, that Ma- Maddox, the best site ever, or what was it? Do you remember Maddox? Mm-mm. I don't know, it was just, it was sort of this really angry guy that blogged about, it was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that, people expressing their opinions on this platform that no one could stop you. Right. And he hated everything <laughs> except for pizza and pirates and everything else. He just, perfectly you know, Lord of the Rings, it was around the time the first Lord of the Rings came out and he was shitting on Lord of the Rings. And and it was funny because it was like, oh, ha ha, this guy's thinking the same things as me. You know, like, not that I, I love Lord of the Rings, but you know, it's, it's and just to be pizza funny. And pirates. Love pizza and pirates. <laughs> so I remember that was one of the first sites, and then yeah, use oh, MSN. Look at this. Brad is doing real time. Uh, yeah, there's Maddox. Yeah, there you wow, Maddox. this is a real person on Wikipedia. No, I know. Wow, I didn't know what he looked like. Looks That's a bit impressive. like a pirate. Is Maddox still blogging? He started about... the best page in the universe. In yeah, 1997. Wow. Yeah. This is a real person. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was like and some I, weird Canadian folktale. I watched folk that tale. site. Well, <laughs> he's a myth. Um, Canadian wilderness man. No, he uh, he was funny, and it was the first time I really experienced internet. But but that was about the extent of my internet experience. I didn't even know how to download. I didn't download music even when Napster was big. I was I didn't know what to do. Had no connections. We didn't really have. What was your first email address? Ooh, it's embarrassing. Mm. <laughs> well, it was just even dumb. Better. <laughs> it was it was Glory and thirteen at hotmail dot com, and I'm still on Hotmail. Not, really? not under glory. Right, yeah. <laughs> you like that? The OG site. I like Hotmail, right? I think it's great. Is there even an app for Hotmail? Is there an app for something else? Is there? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm asking Am I missing out I mean, on something on Hotmail? I'm being genuine. I don't even know. I don't know either. <laughs> I mean, is it weird to have people like sort of like pretending to be you sort of? Because like... I just can't sort of imagine what that would be like. I'm not like my, it is a little my, weird. My sister's kind of in the public eye too, and she has like like you know like you go on Twitter, yeah. it's like all these people with like her name, and like I know this isn't yeah. her. It's obvious it isn't yeah. her. Like what's the what is the person getting out of it? I think the most annoying thing of it is I think it's kind of cool. I mean, I, I guess any publicity is good publicity. They say, but the things they say are not things I would say, and I'm like that's cheesy. I wouldn't say that. You know, there was there was a few fake uh, Facebook accounts and a lot. You know, some some with a couple thousand friends or whatever and i didn't uh i didn't i wasn't the one behind it you know someone else pretending to be me and there are just their updates and their posts and stuff which is, is just not something i would say and that's the thing that's annoying it's like they're not at least if you're gonna pretend to be me like be cool you know? <laughs> well true that you know what i mean that's, that's how i feel Make me look better. yeah like be cool like, but as be soon chill, as you said right? that now i'm wondering if somebody is catfishing somebody as you Probably. That would be oh, nice. for sure. That would be an amazing episode. Yeah, it would. <laughs> I would really like to see that, actually. 
I'm going on a date with lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she canceled again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, you know, I remember one time I went on one of the sites and she, she had her most recent update was like, hanging with my hose or something like that. And I was like, I, I don't think I would write that, you know? Well, you I would probably say know. chilling with my girlfriends, you know? Something a little cooler. I think that you're a little bit more hood than you let on. <laughs> well, she's, she's bringing out the true hood in me, I guess. She, she can see it from a distance more mm-hmm. than I can. I'm, I see it too. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I feel quite hood. Yeah, so I remember last time we were talking about I saw you, it was like a like some kind of comic-related, like, I feel like... Well, you know what? It would have been, because we were talking, it was Piano Bar, and I had just uh, put out um, Captain Lights, probably, which is... Um, it was a 10-episode miniseries online by Tom Coker and Daniel Friedman. They're just incredible illustrator and writer. And it was a really wicked... And it was sort of after my first album came out, we put some of the music in as the background music. And it's just a really special thing. And it might have been sort of a launch for that. And it, it was probably one of the first shows I did in New York, too. It was a long time ago. Yeah. I remember it was just you and a keyboard or something. Yeah. I think I had the band with me, me but... Um, yeah. It was, yeah, it was so long ago. I mean, we played in New York so many times since then. And, um, but I remember that show really well. I think I remember, I remember having a really good time. Are you, have you followed up on any of sort of that, that miniseries or any? No, I wish I did. I, I really do. It was such a cool, cool little storyline. And I mean, I, I hope someday I will. And um, maybe, you know, maybe I can even continue it with something else. I don't know, a painting series or something. It's just a really wicked storyline, but I, I haven't done anything since then. For Captain Lights, but she's cool. She's a badass. <laughs> Do you have badass. anything kind of like artistic going on, kind of outside of your music? Because it seems like you're kind of have a lot of interests outside of music yeah. as well. Well, I do paintings a lot. Speaking of, um, I just did one for, it was called Up We Go, and it's, we, um, you could get it with the pre orders for the album, and it's, it's kind of wicked. It's this girl on a motorcycle, and I had to get really pop arty because I, my, my art's kind of pop art. And then I also did another painting collab for, uh, um, kids help phone which is sort of um like a relief line for people under in, you know under 20 under 25 in canada and it's a to raise money for them and it's going to go on a shirt and get sold in a store called blue notes up in canada and i did one for fan expo we just did which is the canadian comic-con i did an exclusive fan expo one so it's just kind of getting to to express yourself in a painting that's some a special item that doesn't take too much energy you know it doesn't take thousands of dollars to record it in the studio you know it's sit down for five hours and make a painting and it looks like a comic it's fun <laughs> i had this idea in my head and i'm just like completely like oh i, I, I really want to still i was like all right so back when we were talking about i said oh i want to hear about your parents yeah and right. i was like we never followed I, up on that I, yeah 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 and i was just thinking about it See, you can't see this all but like i was thinking hard and she just looked at me weird because i was thinking hard. <laughs> i could tell <laughs> you look like you're deep in thought <laughs> but no because i was like yeah there was something else that i was curious about but um all right so like there are th- things that i'm curious about so you know, the first thing that sort of comes up was this this uh, thing about your parents being missionaries. Yeah. So what what kind of missionaries? Um, honestly, I don't think we ever identified with like a sect of church. They're like indie missionaries. I, I would I, <laughs> I would say so because <clears throat> I mean actually you know I was seven like I wasn't out there in the field but 
I think mostly, you know, half the work is going out there and, and bringing food. Right. You know, a big fats of Champarado and stuff because there's a lot of, a lot of poverty in the Philippines. And I've, I actually went back in 2010 with World Vision to, to continue work. But, um, I think it was kind of just, they, they set up a church and they did worship music and, you know, kind of spread the good word. But I think, you know, my perception on, on God has changed over the years. And, you know, it, it's just, uh, you know, looking back, it's it's amazing. It was an amazing experience, but I'm I'm glad we didn't identify with any kind of specific sect because ultimately everyone is worshiping the same God. But how did they? So like, but they had to be associated with somebody to go out there, right? Yeah, it was some company. I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah, e- no, e- it was called ET International or something like that. I was a young, I was a young kid, but um, yeah, it's just interesting because yeah. it's not like a normal yeah. sort of like not even like for. Obviously, like, there are a lot of kids who are, like, military brats. Yeah. They're all yeah. going around No, it's a different way, for sure. But, like, also, like, for parents, it's not, like, a normal, like, path. Like, if I had a young kid, I'd be yeah. like, oh, I'm going to go to the Philippines. Totally. Do this well, you thing. know, you're right. <laughs> Thinking back on it, I, I mean, now, being a mother, I had a baby earlier this year. Um, that would be a very bold move to just up and go to a third world country. So you, there has to be a certain like amazing passion in your heart to want to go out there and do that. And I'm, I'm thankful they did because I have that passion as well. And it's, you know, it's, a, I have this heart for the Philippines that I wouldn't have had. I hadn't lived out there. Right. And I just love that country. And Cause it does seem like you have like, like that's the other sort of thread that seems to keep, popping up it's like screamo and christianity <laughs> <laughs> interesting right? and sometimes both well so. there's there's, a, there's crossover there too i think there's a lot of screamo bands that are christian that identifies right. christian bands you know yeah yeah, yeah. but so uh, is that, i mean is that still something that's in your life or like is that what yeah is, what's the what's the sort of vibe? well i i consider myself um to have, Andy Christian. you know to believe in <laughs> Andy christian screamo that's my genre um <laughs> I don't know. I I, I kind of hate I think the I word. Just invented something. I'm I like super it. I like psyched. it. I, like All right, it. I honestly kind of hate the word Christian though, because right. it's just had it's just there's baggage. There's so much baggage with Christianity, and and it's not it has nothing to do with God. It's all religion related related things, and I. I can't say I'm a fan of um, just there's all these different kinds of religions that all have all these different rules, and you start it starts to get diluted from the actual point and this you know to be happy and believe in God. Mm-hmm. That that's it's like everything else around that has nothing to do with that anymore. So I think I don't identify as a religious person. I identify as I believe in God, and I think a lot of us do. Right. And you just don't want to have to, you know, identify with a specific religion because there's so many different ones and so many different sects of Christianity that like what what's you know I'm sure that someone could sit there and tell you all the differences, but for me, you all believe in God, and why the difference is well there's there. a reason why it's called faith you don't need a book that's the way i look at it and that's kind of how i, de- I identify now and um there's just so many people that do dumb things <laughs> under the name of christianity <laughs> really yeah. wait let me look that up on the internet <laughs> <laughs> go on youtube and look up dumb things no but uh and i just yeah i i, I believe in god i really do and that's all that matters you know everybody that's... finds their own faith it's uh yeah no i mean i think yeah, I have my own sort of histories and stuff. These mm-hmm. days, I would say I'm more atheist than anything. But like, I feel like you know, I've never been one of those people who sort of like, uh, I'm not, I'm not hating on anybody. Mm-hmm. It's more of a thing of like, I just, you know, I'm, I'm not very eloquent right now. <laughs> Let's just say that for me, it's about um, kind of if people don't interfere with me, I don't interfere with them, and if you're 
you believe in whatever you want to believe. That's well, great. people get people get preachy in in lots of different um, things. Like you know, I know really preachy vegans, and I know really sure. preachy um, tree huggers. You know, like there's people, and and, and you don't. You get turned off of something when someone's preaching at you. Well, I was you a full-on proselytizer back in the day. What is that? <laughs> proselytizing for religion. He was preaching. Like oh. I was preaching. I was like a monk for two oh, years. Okay. So I like, you know, go out on the street and sell okay. books. Interesting. And like, then I was in a band that basically traveled the world and sold books. Oh, under, under Christianity? <laughs> no, no, no. That was the Harry Krishna world. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I was, just think, I think everyone's on their own journey so to I find the things. So I can't be hating. That, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I Not got for a past. Me, I mean, everyone feels their own convictions and the things that they want to be able to share with the world that's improved their life, with what they believe has improved their life. But what it really comes down to is just making sure that you're happy and, and loving the things that you love and loving the people around you because... At the end of the day, that's, I think that's what matters. So. so with your kid, though, I guess you have to make a lot of decisions, like sort of how you raise a child. You're always... Starting to, yeah. She's yeah. only seven months old, but... Right. Well, and, but and you're, I'm, thinking, I'm you're, thinking, you're having these conversations. Well, I'm thinking about it because, you know, I feel like every every little thing counts. And I, and there's... Li- I, don't know what, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I don't think anybody does. Yeah. But I do know that... As long as you love them so much and that they know that, that everything will come pretty naturally. Because I mean, people were doing this in, you know, the first days. People were having kids and, and it was fine. So Yeah, if you care. I'm pretty natural. I'm trying use to, your instincts. You yeah. I, I've got two kids that are pretty young and they, uh, I remember being really nervous before our first one. I was talking yeah. to a friend of mine. Who had who had a daughter at the time, and I was like, I don't know, man. What if like, you know, what if my kid is like an asshole? Uh, see, and that's what everyone has those concerns. I don't want to have like a bully, yeah. you know. And she, I said, know, because somebody has the bully kid. Somebody, somebody has the bully. Has, but you know what? Now that oh, so my daughter's in second grade now, and I've seen enough parents and enough kids and enough relationships to know that you know what it is the fucking parents, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bullies, but they're not. Pay, you know, they're paying right. the wrong kind of attention. Uh, yeah, well, and that's you really like. Uh, that's why I look at it. The one thing that's a for sure, the only thing that's a for sure, is that you have to love your kid and make sure that they know it. Because right. as long as they know that, they're gonna they're gonna be raised confident. I think it's true. Yeah. Knowing that they ha- someone's got their back. Yeah, yeah. You know? But and were I- you like totally, let's be real though, you were totally scared, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I think the biggest fear for me, I haven't even like really thought about her being a kid because right now she's a baby and, and you can't picture anything outside of what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. So I'm just taking it a day at a time. And that's what's been great about it actually for, for me personally is like I've learned to just cut the fat and worry about what's in front of you and, and just enjoy the day. But uh, I think you know, when you first find out, I mean, your whole career flashes before your eyes. Oh, well, that's another, yeah. I guess that's another issue. Totally, really, right? right? And it's like, can you do this? Because, I mean, you know, there are people that do it. You know, Gwen Stefani, you know, lots of people that do it. But I mean, they have money. Lots yeah, of lots and say, lots of money. She's like a billionaire. So, yeah. So <laughs> you have to stop touring for a set amount of time. Well, that was the question that was on everybody's mind. You know, everyone that's on my team and involved, it's like, okay, wait, what's going to happen? What do we do? And so I kind of came to a crossroads where I, and I was in the middle of writing for Little Machines, writing for this record. And um, it was really, it became really interesting because I kind of was forced to sit down and think about what I wanted, what I really wanted. And do I, is this worth how much hard work is going to be um, to continue forward and push for this? And I realized that it is and that I really, really do love making music and I love touring and i love the fan base that we've built up over the past six years and it kind of reignited my passion for it i think 
and I feel like I'm brand new all over again, you know, brand new in the music industry. And it's a good feeling. And I know it's going to be a lot of work, but we're going to do it. We're, we got a big, huge tour coming up and I'm breaking my baby. Oh, wow. So does that mean you have a nanny tech? Um, his name is my husband. But <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be coming out because he has to fall off randomly. The stars align sometimes. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be really fun. That's great. Yeah. Looking forward to it. And now's the time. Once she gets in school, it'll be really tough. I know. Well, that's the other thing. I was homeschooled till high school. So oh, wow. I'm like, I don't want to, I want to homeschool so her too. But <laughs> okay. So wait, <laughs> that sounds very Christian though. <laughs> but, well, probably because we were moving around all the time. Oh, okay. And then you can't, you can't sit into, you know, settle into one school and then you get uprooted and go to school in the Philippines and go to school yeah. in Jamaica. There's also a lot of just different, like, there's different connotations when people, especially in America and like middle America, yeah. people say, oh, I'm homeschooling. Right. It usually means I'm teaching my kid that yeah. there's no global warming. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You can, you can, you, and that's true. You can decide what you want your kid to know and you can shelter them as much as you want. But right. That's how you want your kid to turn out. That's what was cool. it like kind of going from, from being homeschooled into like high school with like a bunch of other kids and like. It was, um. I was like really shy, you know, super shy. I wasn't, I, I, we had all these homeschool friends. So I, it's not like I didn't know people and I was like a feral child or something. <laughs> but, uh, but I remember I just, um, it was kind of a funny trajectory because I got hundreds in all my classes. Like I got a, you know, a few hundreds in 98s and stuff. And if I got anything below in, in homeschool 90, or regular school? in regular school, when oh, I first wow. started going and, and then as the years went by, by the end of high school, I was in like, the 70s so <laughs> as your priorities start to shift to something more socially forward right you lose sight of what you're really there for and that was probably my mom's reason for homeschooling me in the first place right but uh i, I learned i you know learned a lot in that time about fitting in whether that was something that mattered more than getting hundreds i don't know do hundreds really matter though do no. hundos really matter not at all i don't know so, you're, you're a teacher do hundreds matter I, yeah, but I dropped out of high school. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I'll like run into Norm at the park and be like, I have to grade these papers. I'm like, I cannot imagine like having, I, I would be like, I don't know. I guess it's okay. Well, it, it <laughs> I guess you check. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, t I, I was teaching, I did go back to school eventually and uh, then I was teaching college. And so I, I just, I feel like I almost did that just because it sounds very like the irony was delicious for it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like I just loved it. And I was able to sort of like talk to students and be, you know, whenever they were like, oh man, you know, like, and I was yeah. like, look, yeah. I dropped out. It's okay to, <laughs> to lose it for a bit, you know? Yeah. And I don't think necessarily, I do think that there's a lot of issues in high schools. Like I worked in high schools for a couple of years and stuff. And like, I think that there, there are issues that are mostly based on bureaucracy and mm. not necessarily with, you know, the actual teacher-student relationships that could be there yeah. were it not for bureaucracy. So really, at least in America, that's sort of like yeah. the deal. But I mean, do grades matter? No, improvement matters. Right. That's always my... That's and what finding I your passion and what you're good at, I think, yeah. matters more because I, what I learned in math and the marks I got in that obviously don't apply at all in my life now. I actually use a lot of math. Like, I actually regret, like, when I dropped out of high school. It's like functional math, not like functional math, algebra. Yeah. You know what, though? Yeah. That's the thing. Yes, I'm like no. memorizing formulas. I do though. use algebra. Really? Yeah, absolutely. We're doing what? 
like I've definitely used algebra like on tour, like doing calculations for merch. Doing, yeah, like, I guess that, know, that makes sense. I think there's a lot of useful applications. That's probably where... why we're always like out of every size. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> like math is stupid. Big uh, F. Take it. Take all of it. Five we need dollars. more shirts. I don't know what size. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely. But I I know in the last few years I've I've felt that sort of regret of like man I want to go back and apologize to those math teachers that I was like I'll never use any so, of this okay. shit. So for you is that the one class that you wish you did, you focused on more that you wish I you got do. more about, more out of math? I do. I was a total 100% like English guy, right? Okay. I was always writing and yeah, reading and literature. I like history, I like other things, but math was the one where I was like what the hell am I doing? Yeah. And I regret that. I feel like for me, maybe it was science. There's so much to be learned in science. And I just... I love science. But I just don't remember <laughs> it. And then especially when I got pregnant, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I had to Google it. Yeah. How did this happen? Cells. <laughs> oh, man. And what happened to your husband, probably, he was super confused. Oh, my goodness. So none of us knew what was happening. He was like, this can happen to girls? Wait, what? Yeah. I thought it was only Alex. I actually, I took keyboarding for three years in, in middle school. What? You had that option? What does that mean? It okay, was oh, typing. Oh, typing, right? Oh, yeah. It was okay. like, they had <laughs> you on keyboard, like synths. I was like, you had yeah. a synth course? It was, I mean, it was on these word processors that look like synths, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but I had to take it in fifth, sixth, and seventh grade. And that class, I'm glad I had, because I hated it at the time. But now, like, I can transcribe types so fast without, like, looking at anything. Yeah. But I feel like I didn't pay attention in, like, yeah, like math i guess i feel like i didn't pay attention in a lot of classes <laughs> i was like in, really into like going in the woods and smoking cigarettes <laughs> and like playing guitar so i wish i'd pay attention just overall more maybe going into the woods pay attention, yeah. kids. <laughs> yeah yeah pay attention. I th yeah but no I, yeah, regrets. you're right i don't think grades are super important but i think they're important as like a gateway like you can't do this next thing unless you kind yeah. of yeah but totally. I don't know. I feel like the way they're grading stuff is like that's a very controversial thing, and that's always kind of changing now, right? Isn't it? I like, also feel like sometimes uh, it's really subjective. It's yeah. totally. Well, it depends on the depends on the the subject. Right? That's true. I mean, that's there are some true. things where it's just like, no, that's just yeah. wrong, right? But like, I read this thing on like about Bard College, yeah, which is like a and the guy who's run it for the last forty years, and how like now you can just like write like four essays to get in as opposed to like test scores, and how right. they're trying to like right get what the really right. determines. Yeah, it. I mean that's true. Even just getting into like sort of like graduate programs and things like that, it's like everyone knows like they look at your transcripts, they look at your GPAs, they you know whatever. But what they really look at is your essays, like. Like, or your, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Don't people hire people to do that? I think you can hire people to write your essays for you. You can. And that's definitely like, I've had, well, it's funny. I mean, like, I've seen, I've had suspicions that someone was hiring somebody, but you can't prove that. Yeah. So really, kids, if you want to <laughs> cheat in college, that's a good way because it's really hard as long as the paper's not on the like internet. But it must be basically impossible to plagiarize now. Oh no! I mean, oh, I would, oh, I, see I would think saying. like when I did, it, you'd have to like find a book somewhere, right? Where you like now, I feel like you could just type it in. That was yeah, my number true. one thing. Was uh, yeah, like plagiarism. I've failed just countless people. Really? For it. Yeah. Really? What if yeah. they change like a word here and there? Like, where do you? If I if I can find the substance of it online, uh, yeah. instant F. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I get that though. I think you don't learn anything at all if you're doing that. 
remember the only time I ever did that in high school was on a French paper. I had no idea what I was writing, but I needed right. to write something. And I was like, um. <laughs> I nah. mean, for me, it was an, it's an ethical thing. Like, it's just like, you're that too, yeah. being a cheater and that sucks. Yeah, you're stealing. So, yeah. yeah. It's, and that's like yeah. a bummer for me. Yeah. Like, I'm, and ultimately, you're cheating yourself. Exactly. Yes, that's right. <laughs> you're cheating yourself of a future. Do people fight it, though? Would they be like, no, this is me. Like, I can't. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so much. But I remember, this is my favorite cheater story. So this girl handed in this paper, and uh, I read it, and I was like, there is no way this person wrote this paper. No way. And so I confront her after class. She just insists no this is my work this is my work and i was like all right here is the deal i am going to give you a phrase that you used in your paper and you are going to explain it to me oh yeah and i was like what is second wave feminism and she was like well you know like women fighting for their rights (laughs) i was like no try again (laughs) she had no idea and i was like you didn't write it and then she was like my husband wrote it and i was like that's really cute but yeah you still get it (laughs) (laughs) at least her husband could have explained to her what second wave feminism i was like your husband's very smart but no (laughs) your husband gets an a plus (laughs) all right that was lights with Norman and Jonah, and man, I wish I could have been there. But she was here, and that's what matters. Yes, I wish she could have been here too. But yeah, that was a fun episode. I hadn't really hung out with her before that, and uh, I felt like she was really open to talking about stuff and really funny, and yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I haven't heard a bad thing about her, so that's that's cool. Yeah. Norman, thank you so much for hanging out. Norman rules. And yeah, yeah man, what else? Oh, I think I think on a podcast once I said, uh, "Hit us up on facetime.com slash going off track." That doesn't exist. No, so but face- may, you could try to hit us up on there. I don't know what'll happen. You might get some like weird dude in his basement. Yeah, well, it might be me. <laughs> Basically, I'm just part of the fappening. <laughs> what the hell is that? God, it's weird. Um, and yes, I am full of shame. Sorry. Uh, so let's see. Uh, at going off track. Is our Twitter handle. You can follow both of us. Jonah's heading out on tour soon. I am. I'll be gone. Yeah. Gainesville Fest, November 2nd. West Coast, the 4th to the 15th. Uh, you can check out our dates at Temporary Residence on their site. And uh, there's something else I have. Oh, I have a new website, I guess. JonahBear.com. So check yeah, that it's out. Yeah, it's looking good. Thanks. I'm still tweaking it. But uh, I'm going to, you know, every episode of Going Off Track will be up there links to it and then all my writing stuff all the band stuff kind of all my bullshit consolidated into one place yeah man that's the title of my book yes all right we will see you next week thank you lights for coming by and everyone be great Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.